Welcome to the Mum Boss Podcast, hosted by me, Renee O'Neill. I'm your host, life and business coach for mums, and a mum of two myself. I'm here to help you be the present mum you're wanting to be, whilst also having a successful business, because you can have both. It doesn't have to be one or the other. You have come to the right place if you're a mum who dreams of time and financial freedom and wants to be fulfilled in life alongside motherhood. This podcast is a place where you can come to be inspired and empowered whilst also getting tangible tips, advice and strategies to help you in your life and business. So let's dive in. So today on the Mum Boss Podcast, I am joined by a beautiful guest and I have to be honest and say that this is the second time I have this beautiful (laughs) guest on, but the first time you'll be hearing her because we attempted to record this podcast a little while ago and unfortunately the audio didn't come through, which unfortunately happens sometimes in tech. And so here we are again praying that it was as good as last time because it was so good. So many golden nuggets were inside of that podcast episode. So I'm sure we'll be able to bring that to you and so much more. So welcome, Michelle, to the podcast again. Thank you so much for having me again. And yeah, I was kind of racking my brain thinking, oh, what what was all the stuff that we talked about and what did I say? And you know, how could I replicate that? And then I was like, this whole thing's about intuition. So like, let's roll with that and just know that you know, the conversation that needs to be had, you know, will happen. (laughs) Mm, I think that is a really good perspective to have because we could have so easily looked at it like, oh my gosh, we've wasted our time, our energy, like we've put all of the effort into this podcast recording and it hasn't turned out for us. But instead we can look at it and be like, you know what, it's really exciting to jump back on the mic together and it's a chance to, you know, have the conversation that we're meant to have and whatever is shared is obviously what's actually meant to be shared. So even if we do take a whole new direction, which could happen, let's be honest, (laughs) then that's obviously the direction that is meant to be. So I guess for the listener listening along, would you like to introduce yourself and a little bit about what it is that you actually do? Yeah, so I sort of um, start this explanation, I guess, with a bit of a story um, of how I got to where I am right now. And uh, it was the middle of the harshest lockdown pretty much in the world, mid-2021. I'm obviously based in Melbourne. And um, yeah, COVID lockdowns were happening on the regular. And I found myself laying in the middle of my lounge room floor crying my eyes out after just finding out that I had had a miscarriage and pretty much gone from all of the excitement of finding out you're pregnant uh, to pretty much overnight finding out that that's no longer the case and um, you know devastated is an understatement Um, and you know I had been saving the news for my family until we had that first ultrasound um, around like the seven, eight week mark. And I had to go and tell my mom that I was pregnant and not pregnant all in the same sentence, which was really heartbreaking. And, you know, we just sat on the bed and cried together. Um, you know, all those hopes you have of like sharing the news were kind of out the window. Um, and nobody else knew I was even pregnant apart from my partner. 
And I decided to keep it that way. I decided not really to share about my miscarriage to, you know, everyone under the sun, uh, especially publicly. And a big part of that was because I did want to hold on to that surprise element and that joy and excitement that comes from like being able to say I'm pregnant and not to kind of, I felt like it might, that news might be dampened or the excitement not might, might not quite be the same if I was sort of telling everyone. And that's sort of part of the reason I decided to keep it to myself. And what that meant is, you know, I was kind of having to show up in my everyday life as though nothing had happened. And, uh, you know, with family members and also with work. So I was showing up on social media with the smiling selfies and behind the scenes, you know, I was going through this process and this grief and loss and, um, yeah, really, you know, shattering, devastating news and I guess a whole shift in my identity and how I was showing up for myself and how I saw myself. So there was sort of this process happening in the background and I was coming into a launch for my business coaching and it was a program I had been running before. I really enjoyed running it and really enjoyed the work I was doing with the clients in it. But I just had this voice telling me, you can't do this. Like this just isn't a fit anymore. Like it's you're just not on track with it. It's not what you really want to be doing. And I was like, I'm about to launch this thing again. Like, you know, and I just had this debate in my head and I just decided, you know, I can't go ahead with this. I need to sort of go inward and process what's just happened, process what this means for me and how, you know, it looks for me moving forward in terms of how I do show up in business and what I want to be sharing. And yeah, kind of stepped backwards and decided not to go ahead with the launch and take a bit of a break, I guess. Um, it didn't look like that on the on the surface, but from behind the scenes, it was. It was a process of working out, you know, what I wanted to do moving forward and how that all looked and really a process of going inwards and starting to listen to myself and those voices and that intuition, which um, if you read my book is something that I haven't really done for the greater part of my life. I've always been very externally focused and always wanting other people to kind of give me the answers or tell me what they think. And so this was sort of a new process of me starting to really focus on going inward and did that for sort of a period of five months or so. And I was sitting in the bath one night doing like a meditation and some self-care sort of stuff. And I just had this like realization that the thing that I had been missing up until now was listening to my intuition and that inner voice and the inner knowing. And I'd neglected that part of me for so long and it had kind of guided me off track a little bit where I was doing sort of what everyone else told me I should be doing or what I thought everyone wanted from me uh, in a business sense, but it wasn't necessarily what I really wanted to be doing. And in that moment, I had the idea for my book, Intuitive Impact, and the name just dropped in. And I was like, well, we're going to trust this intuitive hit. And, um, you know, what was kind of coming up for me was it is all about having this intuitively driven impact in the world that what you're sharing and how you're showing up for yourself and everyone else um, is intuitively guided and when you come from that space everything is so much more powerful um, and aligned 
And, you know, it's, it's no coincidence. I think after I kind of made those decisions and started kind of feeling into that, that I actually found out I was pregnant with our rainbow baby, my little girl, Chloe. And, um, you know, everything was starting to fall into place for me from a personal perspective as well. Um, and, you know, since writing my book and sort of moving into this space and having my daughter, I now really just focus on supporting others to tap into that in like their own inner knowing, their intuition, and I guess just recognizing what those intuitive hits are and how to sort of take those, listen into them, and then take action on them in an outward way and put them into your business and your life, um, as well as looking after my 17-month-old and doing the mum stuff uh, and, you know, juggling business around that, which is your jam. <laughs> and um, I'm sure we'll have a great conversation about the juggle. Uh, but yeah, that's pretty much how I got to where I am sitting here talking with you. Mm, oh my gosh what a journey that you have been through and I feel like there's so much to unpack in what yeah. you've just shared and I think you know it's always interesting when we go through anything hard in life or in business in those moments it can be so hard and difficult to be in that period of time and it's not until you know you get past it and you're further down the road that you can sort of look to see, you know, it helped me bring me to where I am today. And even though that can be hard to accept in some times, it's also like, you know what, this has led me to where I am here today. And, you know, look at what I've created. And I think for you, I think what you've been through and what you've experienced and endured, it's it's helped you to get to the place that you're at today. And I think, you know, it's amazing that you can bring people along for that ride and that journey. And then you can also help others, you know, go through that transformation that you've actually gone through yourself as well in coming back to yourself and coming back to your own intuition. Because the clients I work with too, often we are so disconnected from our own inner selves. And I think what you shared there is so accurate. You know, we often look to others for validation or approval, not realizing that we have everything we already need inside of us. It's just getting that key to unlock it. So I guess my question would be to begin is how do we tap into our intuition and what even is our intuition? Because I'm sure there is a listener listening going, I've heard about intuition, but like, I don't really quite grasp what the concept even is or what it means or how I even tap into that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So a few parts that I think absolutely. Yes. Like I don't think that I would have made the changes that I made internally and externally without that experience. And my book probably wouldn't even exist um, because it was kind of something that was a catalyst from all of that. Um, and in terms of intuition, I know it can sound a little woo-woo sometimes and, and people might not quite understand what it is, but the best way that I like to look at it and explain it is really just um, asking yourself what feels good, you know, and what do I like? What do I not like? That's a really good and easy place to start with this. Um, oftentimes, you know what you like or what you don't like or what you're kind of happy to um have in your life or not have in your life and things like that. And you can feel into it uh, that way quite easily by sort of asking yourself, you know, um, what's not working for me here or what is working for me? Um, do I like doing this? Do I not like doing this? Uh, 
does this feel good to me? Does it not feel good to me? Those are just some really sort of simple questions that you can start using as a bit of a filter for the things that you are taking on in your life and listen in, I guess, to what's coming up for you from, you know, it can be some people can kind of have like a voice that comes to them um, or just thoughts, some kind of like reaction in terms of thoughts or emotional reactions. Um, it could just be like that gut feeling that we talk about, that like inner knowing or like that pull, um, you know, that calling that might come up, like it seemingly comes up out of nowhere and you're like, what was that? <laughs> Maybe when you're like having a shower or like doing something like completely random and you have this idea or this thought and oftentimes that's your intuition coming up and speaking to you and um, you know, the first part is really being able to just get used to listening into that and kind of flexing your intuitive, your intuitive muscle um, by just starting to kind of gauge, you know, does this feel good? Do I like it? Do I not like it? And, you know, if you're doing things that you don't like and that don't feel good, that's when you can start to ask yourself, you know, does something need to change here? Mm, it really is like a muscle intuition, isn't it? Because I think we've all got the capabilities of tuning into it and using it but the more you tap into it the more you listen the more you act upon your intuition I really feel like the stronger it gets because for me my intuition is this gut instinct inner knowing I feel it in my tummy <laughs> it's like this immediate yes no you know all of these kinds of things but I think it's gotten to this place of like really quickly knowing because I have used it and tapped into it for so long now and so I think it is just listening to those little nudges that we get those little things that we get and it might even be like you're about to step out of your house and it's a you know beautiful sunny looking day but for some reason you think to yourself I should bring the umbrella and it's whether or not you tune into that and be like, okay, I'm going to bring the umbrella and you go off and what do you know? It starts raining. You think, huh, yeah. how did I know that? It's like the littlest things. And I think starting with those little things, tuning into them and going, okay, I'm just going to trust this and like, what's the worst case scenario here? And then you might surprise yourself with what comes. And I think, yeah, tuning into it and really letting intuition help guide you it does make such a big difference in life, but in business as well. And I think the concept of intuition is something we've all heard about and often in life, but I think the intuition side of things in the business sense is probably where it's a little bit different. So I guess when we're looking at tuning into our intuition for ourselves, how does that show up and play out in our businesses? Yeah. So I think you're spot on with what you're saying is like, it is, really like a massive stepping stone to confidence and self-trust like the more that you can go inward and listen in first and maybe take some action from that place the more you're going to build your confidence in yourself and your decisions and your self-trust and not feel like you need someone else to give you the answers or you know um get someone else to check over something like and like you said over time you start just being like yep 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 like I just know I just know I just feel it um and I I say to people as well sometimes the the nuance with intuition is like what's the reaction or the response in your gut or your head or wherever in that like first three seconds you know because then sometimes like the ego or the fear or the doubts can start to creep in and you start talking yourself out of something so you might have this really awesome idea like let's talk about the business sense you know oh, I've got this amazing idea for a product or a service. 
that's like, and you just like light up and then you're like, oh, three seconds later, but what if this happens or I don't have time to do that or da, 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 and you talk yourself out of it. And that's kind of potentially an intuitive hit that you've skipped out on and maybe missed an opportunity or, you know, it kind of doesn't show up in the same way down the track. Um, and so when it comes to business, you know, it, it's similar in the sense that we're thinking about like what's feeling good to us in our business. What kind of things do we want to be doing and not doing? What things do we like doing and not like doing? And the trap that I found myself in, you know, prior to all of this is I was, you know, linked in with the business coaches, um, doing all the PDFs and the podcasts and listening to all of that stuff and how to grow an online business and all of that. But I was kind of beginning to like, give my power away to all of that in a sense. And I wasn't listening into myself first, or I wasn't even really filtering a lot of it through my own, you know, internal filtering system. And I was just kind of doing what people were telling me to do, which was all good intentions, like um, no issue with that. But what I found when I got to this point is I was like, I've kind of created something that's pulled me away from how I really wanted to be showing up in my business and who I really feel like I am and what I really have to share with people. Uh, and that sense of alignment was off. So when we're looking at intuition in business, it is primarily like one of the biggest things is what are you offering and wanting that to feel aligned to you. Um, because if you're putting stuff out there that just doesn't feel aligned, you're going to be less likely to want to show up and talk about it. <laughs> you're going to definitely be less likely to want to sell it. <laughs> um, you know, selling ourselves and our products and services is already hard enough. And if you're not feeling it, then, you know, you'll probably be that person that doesn't even post a photo of themselves online or you haven't talked about your offer for like three months <laughs> and wonder why nobody's paying for it. Um, you know, first and foremost, it's really making sure that what it is that you're putting out into the world feels aligned because that's how you can have that impact in a way that feels good to you. Um, and then it kind of trickles out into all of the other things, you know, um, making sure that the kind of clients or the customers you're bringing in are that ideal client or the kinds of people that you do feel good working with. Um, they're not sort of zapping the energy from you. It's like your social media habits, making sure all of that sort of stuff is feeling aligned. And, you know, we can talk about intuition just from the sense of like what you're posting, you know, um, what you're just feeling called to share in, and that can be in the moment or it can be planned. Like if you are someone that, you know, creates bulk content and like schedules it that doesn't mean you're not being intuitive um it's just that thinking about what is it that I want to share today what is the message that needs to be said or what am I feeling called to um, put out there today and kind of rolling with that in a sense because often that's the content that's going to resonate the most rather than feeling like you have to post something to post something or you know going and finding a random quote just so you can put something there for the algorithm. Um, and yeah, like really just trickles into everything, like how you're set, setting up your schedule, all of these things. We want to be kind of thinking like what feels good to me today to be working on, you know, and I have this a lot where I'll kind of have my schedule and what I want to do for the day and I'll sit down to my computer and I'll be like, oh, I really want to like go and edit that thing on Canva or I really want to write that email to that person, which is like maybe so far down on my to-do list because it's not like a massive priority, but I've got this pull to do it in that moment. And I try to follow that energy because I know 
that that's probably going to produce a better result for me than if I did it down the track when maybe I wasn't so like connected to it. So yeah, hopefully that answers your question. Like it's, it's, you know, it can come in so many different ways in your business, but ultimately it is just about listening inwards first and foremost in all of the things that you're doing within your business so that it feels like it's supporting you and it's like an extension of you and what feels like aligned to you rather than, you know, zapping your energy or making you feel worse. Mm, Yeah, I love that. And I think for me in particular, I have definitely found where it's made the biggest impact for me in, in tuning into my intuition is definitely around that content creation because it can be so easy for us to feel like we have to post to a schedule and then sit down and batch create because from a time perspective, you know, productivity wise, that would be actually the smartest thing to do, you know, sit down for a couple of hours, get it all planned out and you're done for the month. And, you know, when it's forced like that, I really think it it shows, it comes across to your audience member that this has been a force put together kind of thing. But when you can sit down, when you're really feeling into that energy of what you want to share, when you're feeling like there's something on my heart that I want to put out there, that comes across so differently. And so I like to merge the two worlds where I create content when I'm in that that energy of wanting to create it, but then I schedule it in advance. So I'm also sticking to a schedule too. So it's like the best <laughs> yeah. of both worlds. That sounds together. ideal. Yeah. And like, it's going to be different for everyone what works for you. And like, especially if you're someone with maybe like a product business where maybe there's not so much of like your own thoughts and stuff going on, it might be a lot easier for you to batch in advance. Um, but yeah, like whatever works for you. I'm someone that um, I do it in the moment. Like when something comes to me, I just kind of try and roll with it. Um, so I'm a bit like you as well, Renee. But I think whatever works, um, you know, but definitely I've found that when I do kind of roll with where I'm at in the moment, it does seem to resonate a bit more. And like, just as an example, I've had sickness the last week and um, same with my daughter. And I kept kind of going to put something on social media. So I was like, oh, I haven't posted and I need to post. And I was like, what do I say? What do I want to say? And I'd start typing stuff and then delete it. And I like kept doing that. And I'm like, you know what, just leave it. Like it doesn't always need to be said. And like when it needs to be said, it will come. Um, And so that was me sort of like leaning into my intuition that I don't need to be showing up just for the sake of showing up, it's okay to have a bit of a break and wait until I know what I want to say. And that feels right to me. Um, So, you know, that's just a perfect example of where like, it's okay if you're not on this like strict Mm. Instagram schedule of like five posts a week and three stories and (laughs) blah, blah, blah. Um, Because yeah, I definitely find that the more genuine you can be and the more authentic you can be with how you're showing up and what you're sharing, um, the people that follow you are going to appreciate that so much more. Mm, that's right. And I think, you know, use this episode and what we're sharing here is like your permis- permission slip to to do business on your terms, do business how you want to do it. And there are no rules. Like this is this is like one of my pet peeves when it comes to business is people share that there are things we have to be doing, the there's certain schedules we have to, you know, suit or there's certain rules we have to abide by. And it's like, no, like business gets to be done your way. And like, you get to choose what you want to do. And like, in my opinion, 
I didn't leave my nine to five job to be a slave to my business and like do all these things that I don't want to be doing and feel like I should be doing because somebody told me to. It's like we get to do business how we want to do it. And I think as mums in particular, that's even more important because we have such limited time available to us that we want to be using that time in the best way possible. And, you know, that isn't always sitting down writing a million pieces of content to put on our social media (laughs) no not at all and I think it's so easy with socials and like all the business coaches and the gurus and the six-figure month people that are telling you like this is how to do it this is how I did it and you know it's really easy to get sucked into that and think that everyone else holds the keys and the answers but you know, I talk about this a bit that so often those results aren't always easily replicated and there's so many, you know, circumstances that have led to their success that might not fit your situation. So it is really about finding your own flow and what works for you. And like you said, especially as a mom, like we've already got enough pressure as it is, like trying to replicate someone else's business when you have maybe a fifth of the time that they do. Mm. Um, you know, I I read posts sometimes and I, I have to just laugh to myself and I'm like, okay, they clearly don't have a child. <laughs> <laughs> it's very interesting, isn't it? Because I did, there was a post that I seen shared on socials only the other day and I cringed and laughed and had all the emotions in one hit because it was saying something along the lines of, You won't ever be successful in business if you don't have a morning routine where you get up at 5 a.m. and you go to work out and you do this and do that. And I was just like, really? Really? There's no one that's got a successful business who's not doing that. Are you sure? Like, and I think this is where it's important to look at like what does success even mean to you because we do see so many people in in particular I have to say business coaches share on social media like these six-figure months and all sorts of figures are getting thrown around and it's like is that something you're even wanting you know like looking at like your business like what does success even look like to you like what does it feel like to you and quite often It doesn't look like a six-figure month. You know, for me in particular, I don't aspire to have a six-figure a month business, not right now in the life, you know, season that I'm in in life. Obviously, if it come my way, I'm not going to say no, but (laughs) (laughs) let's be honest. But it's like, you know, I'm that's not even something that I'm wanting. Like the success I'm creating looks different to that and that's okay too. And so I think sometimes looking at like what your version of success looks like in the season of life that you're in and the season of even business life that you're in can help take that like external pressure off ourselves that we might feel. Because I definitely think that we can look at social media and it can stir up so many emotions. Like we can be triggered so easily. Like I shared with the post that I seen the other day, I had all the emotions after reading that post. The one that gets me lately is uh, you need to get your eight or nine hours straight sleep every night. I'm like, girl, (laughs) my baby does not sleep. I'm waking up like five times a night. (laughs) (laughs) And that's the thing. Like that's a classic example. Like for a mom, if a mom has a little one, like, you in your case then you're already not getting enough sleep so like don't come and tell me that I need eight (laughs) hours sleep when I I need to go book a holiday on my own to get some sleep (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) yeah and I mean it is so true what you say about like that definition of success because a lot of the times and you know 
I'm being generic here, but a lot of the times with mums that are running businesses, a big part of it is being able to be more present and um, potentially as well be home around raising their kids and being um, present with their family and also being able to dictate their hours and their schedule to accommodate the, you know, life that is being a mother. And that can come with all of its, you know, sicknesses and unexpected things. And like, you know, school calls you and your whole day gets thrown out or the baby doesn't sleep. So we have to, yeah, like define what success means to us. And a lot of the time it can mean simply that you are getting to, um, you know, be a present mom and run a business at the same time and pursue your passion. And that is successful, you know. Um, it doesn't have to look like everyone else's version of success. And I also think that it's important to consider that success doesn't have to have like a financial component to it. Um, it can be a feeling. And, um, you know, I think how you're waking up and feeling about your business is so much more important than, you know, whatever number you've got in the bank for it. Um, there are so many people that are making that kind of money that are not happy. They're burn, burnt out. They're running themselves into the ground. And, you know, despite what they might be posting on socials, um, you know, that picture might not be so accurate um, and they might not be, you know, the present mom that they appear to be. Um, so you just never know. And I think if you can just, you know, like I said, go inward and focus in on your own, version of success and your own path and your own timeline, especially as a mum, uh, I think that's where you're going to be able to make the inroads because you're just going to stay in your own lane and focus on what you do best. And, you know, becoming a mum for me, I've definitely learned, you know, the timelines change. I used to be able to smash out so much stuff, you know, in a weekend pre-baby life. But um, you know, my timeline and my seasons have changed now and that's okay. And it's just adapting to that and being okay with it, knowing that every little step forward is still getting you further towards your goals um, and that it doesn't all have to happen at once. But as long as you can keep committing to it in the best way that you can, it's all going to start compounding and and you get that momentum. Mm, that's right. I honestly feel like for me, surrendering in motherhood has probably been my hardest challenge, you know, because you do have to almost accept the seasons of life that you're in. And like you said, learn to adapt with them and move with them. And I think being present is a key to that because if we can really be present in the moments when we're in them, you know, we can enjoy them despite what we have going on. And I think it can be hard. Like I, I know for me in my earlier business days when my kids were little, um, you know, I felt like business growth was at a snail's pace and I'm like, come on, like I want <laughs> yeah. this to keep moving and like at a, a more rapid pace than it is. And it's like, it's not until now that I look back and, you know, think to myself, you know, it really did work out just the way it was meant to, because I would not have handled the success I was wanting in my business back then. And so it's always interesting. Like, I think sometimes our passion and our drive that we're wanting to push forward with and move with, sometimes we don't have the space in our life and those moments to actually handle them the way that we might need to. So it's always interesting, like looking at that. So I guess for you, you know, I know that you have multiple businesses. Um, how do you juggle that in being a mom and having your little girl? Because it's it's a juggle, like for all of us, it's it's a juggle. But being that I'm all about, you know, being able to do the juggle, I'd love to know how you personally do it. Yeah. 
And like, I just want to say first and foremost to anyone listening, you might be thinking like, oh my God, multiple businesses <laughs> around the baby. Um, and look, I just want to say like, it is up and down and it's not always the best juggle. And I have to be honest about that. Um, and, you know, there's times when I have to put all of my businesses to the side and just be mum, you know, and I have to know that, you know, those things are just not going to get done. Um, you know, sales are going to drop or, you know, the progress that I want to make isn't going to happen and that's okay. Like there's always tomorrow. Um, what I've found has helped me is trying to have some sort of schedule in the sense of key times when I can work. And um, for me at the moment, that looks like my mom helping out watching Chloe a couple of days a week and I work from her place. And that allows me like that focused time where I, you know, know someone's watching her. It's all good. She's having a ball down at the park and I can just kind of focus in. And that's when I can do really key tasks that are going to move the business forward. And then I kind of just try to uh, make the most of nap time um, when I can to do kind of some of those less important tasks or the bits and pieces that can kind of just be done when they get done. Um, and, you know, that's not necessarily every day. Sometimes nap time will go to washing the dishes or making myself some lunch and she wakes up again. <laughs> um, but I do just try to chip away at least at one core thing every day. So I've got kind of like my list of business goals and growth goals and like needle movers. And I just try to get closer to those at least like one step closer every day. And that helps me to feel like I'm doing something to progress and, you know, create momentum, but it's not so consuming that, you know, I burn out or I lose sight of everything else around me. Um, I am looking to consolidate though. Like I think having Chloe, you know, being a mom just in itself is like a full-time job. Um, and so I am working on consolidating all of my skills and strengths sort of under one umbrella just to make it easier for me to focus in on one core brand. Um, and I think that will ultimately support me to show up better in my business and as a mom. Uh, so that's kind of a work in progress at the moment. Uh, and I think we'll ultimately hopefully help me to um, show up just better across all of it. Um, but yeah, if anyone is like juggling competing demands, I think it really is just leaning into um, what you can do in the moment. Like you, if you've got a small pocket of time, all right, like what can I do? And maybe you've got a list or you've got a calendar that you can go to and say, all right, what can I chip away at that's on here and make some inroads with that? Uh, or what's like one core task I can commit to trying to get done today uh, that will take me one step further. And it doesn't have to be the massive goal. It can just be that first step towards the bigger goal. Uh, and I think what happens when you can just commit to doing that, um, you'll get the momentum grows. Like you'll turn around, like you said, you'll turn around in a year and you'll be like all those little steps, all those little nap times. And I've, I've said this to myself, like I built a business in an accumulation of nap times, like, it's like, you know, that, and that's sometimes all you get. And sometimes you don't even get that, you know, you're like doing social media posts, like while they're watching the wiggles. Um, and I say that because I've been there. <laughs> so, you know, you just got to do what you can, but all of that momentum's building um, as long as you're not giving up and you're just doing even just 1% and it doesn't have to be every day, but like just making that progress, um, it all adds up. And 
uh, I think that helps to reduce the pressure of feeling like you have to do everything uh, and not knowing where to start. It's like, what can you just do today? What's that one thing? And then, you know, go back to focusing on everything else, like personal life, mum life, whatever it is. Mm, I definitely, I, I feel like you've really nailed it because it is looking at like, what do we have the capacity for? And then how can we use that time to the best that we possibly can to, you know, achieve what we're wanting to achieve? And those needle moving income producing tasks are those high priority tasks that we need to focus on in those moments. And so, you know, looking at your day and being like, what pockets of time have I got? Whether it's nap time, whether it's, you know, when the kids are still asleep of the night or morning, which is my thing, or, you know, any of those little pockets of time, using them as best that we possibly can. But then also, you know, leaning into that intuition and being like, you know what, today's nap time, I need some me time. So, you know, yeah, I was actually just gonna, I was gonna say, I need to add, <laughs> um, like, this is where your intuition can come in as well. Like, the last week, I've been battling illness and nap time came around, and I was like, oh, I've got so much to do, <laughs> so many things I can do in nap time this week. But I went and had a nap, um, a few days in a row because I was overcoming sickness and I just, went inward and I was like, you know what? I need this because I'm going to show up better in all of those other things. If I look after myself and have a, like have a good sleep while I can. So, you know, sometimes it is, yeah, like you, you listen into yourself and you know, you just need to sit on the couch and watch some Netflix or go and sit in the sun, have a cup of tea, read a book or whatever it might be. And that that's okay as well, because the more you can look after yourself and listen into what you need, like what your body needs, the more powerful you'll be in all of that other stuff. Mm, absolutely. I, I strongly believe that because if we're able to look after ourselves, we can give better to our families and to our business. And so, you know, it's that old saying of like refilling our own cup. And, you know, something I like to think about is not just refilling our cup, but have our cups refilled so they're actually overflowing so we can give that overflow to our families and to our business. So coming back to that intuition check of like, what do I need in this moment? And, and just letting that be okay and following that. And it's interesting because I too have experienced this only in the last few days myself. I'm in pre-launch mode, which typically speaking in business is like hustle mode, except I don't, I don't subscribe to hustle. So (laughs) I'm not hustling at all. But the last couple of days I've had a sore back. And so like, I have been incapacitated where I literally have been able to not move very well. And so I've had to really lean in to be like, you know what, some things are just going to have to wait and that's okay. And, you know, now I'm feeling better and I'm, I'm more mobile. Um, you know, I'm coming back to those things that I wanted to do and like, it's almost like I've got more oomph in me because I'm like, I've rested, I've recharged. My body obviously needed that. But sometimes I feel like these little things might happen to like force us to rest. So like for me, I'm, I have been, I guess, a bit, I wouldn't like to use the word hustle, but I've been going a little harder in the business than normal. And so my body's like, you know what? This isn't normal for you. I think you need to rest for a few days. <laughs> yeah. I think it's interesting as well because sometimes like, you can surprise yourself as well that when you listen into yourself and you don't subscribe to like all the things you think you should be doing and whether that's like as a mom or a business owner, you can actually surprise yourself and maybe, you know, get still get the same results you were expecting if you did all the things or even better, you know, like you might just be in a different energy 
and the way you show up because you've looked after yourself or you've given yourself that time might resonate in a completely different way and you know you'll still get the signups um or yeah. you know whatever it is that you're doing in your business um you know sometimes it can almost show you that when you listen into yourself and not what everyone else you know tells you to do sometimes you know you can still get those results just the same mm, i actually have experienced this personally myself it was towards the end of last year and it was the kids' school holidays and I'm known for someone who pretty much takes my business off during the school holidays. This school holidays, not so much because I'm in pre-launch, but <laughs> I normally take the school holidays off and it was in October and two weeks of October were the school holidays and two weeks were not. And so half of the month, I literally didn't work. And yet that was the biggest month I'd ever had in business to date. And I thought to myself, but why? Like, I haven't done as much as normal. Like, I'm not showing up as normal, da, 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 da. And it's like, yeah, I think sometimes it's the energetic shift. It's like, you know, I was refilling my cup in other ways. And, you know, that was then showing a different version of Renee on on social media, like in my business, I was showing up differently, which was actually attracting more people. So, you know, there's something to be said there about, you know, taking some time for yourself. But again, it comes back to that intuition as well. Like there are other times when our intuition might call us to our business and be like, hey, I really want to be in my business right now and doing all the things. And so it it kind of, I don't know, I see it like a seesaw. It's like, there's no perfection of like balance, but it's like, we seesaw in life between like mum life, business and all the other things that we wear because we wear a lot of hats at once us (laughs) us mums in business (laughs) yeah totally and you know I think when you're in that energy and you know for you in this specific situation like a lot of your followers are probably aspiring to be able to have that similar sort of setup where they can take school holidays off and have business hum in the background um you know when you can show up and demonstrate that and that you're living it you know, that can resonate so much as well. So, um, you know, when you can kind of bring that energy and and share how you're looking after yourself and the things that you do for yourself to support yourself, um, you know, people can resonate with that in different ways as well. So, um, yeah, I'm not surprised that that was your biggest month. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's always interesting. But I guess for the mum who's listening, who is in the midst of juggling everything, what would your advice be to her? I think, um, and like I'm telling myself this as well, um, you know, because I'm sort of still in the thick of it in terms of um, having a 17-month-old, that you've just got to do what you can. Like each day, like I was saying, it's really just like what can you do today? Um, Like what's that small thing you can tick off? Um, and like move it off the to-do list and just kind of move on to the next thing. Because I think, you know, you can overwhelm yourself really easily uh, with like, oh, there's dishes all over the sink. Oh, I haven't vacuumed or, you know, my kids screaming out because they want snacks and I have got to go do that email. And it's like, ah! and that's when you can, you know, have like your overstimulation and overwhelm. And so it's really just like, okay, what can I just do? What can I tick off now? and just get it out of the way Um, or maybe even like what doesn't need to be on the to-do list at all Uh, or is there you know someone else that could maybe 
help you with something um, to take it off your plate as well. So there's a few different things you can do to kind of alleviate some of that juggle. But, um, you know, when it is all on your shoulders and you're feeling like you've got a million things to do and like 30 minutes of time, <laughs> um, yeah, I would just be saying like what what are you sort of um, – what's coming up for you as the thing that you can do now and just get it out of the way. What's the easiest thing or the thing that, you know, will make you feel better. Like if it's getting the dishes cleaned up, is going to, you know, refresh your energy, then maybe it's, you know, going and doing that over sending the email. Um, but yeah, just chipping away at little things and focusing in on that rather than the huge mountain. Um, you know, it's just one step at a time one task at a time, focus on one thing and then focus on the next thing. I think that definitely helps me um, move through things and not let myself get too overwhelmed with it all because uh, the list is kind of never ending for us. <laughs> There's always something. And um, I find that that helps me just to kind of keep chipping away at everything. So hopefully that's um, supportive as well for your listeners if they've got all the things going on <laughs> mm, absolutely and I think it's always helpful when it comes from somebody who is still in that season of life who is still in like you said the thick of motherhood because you're still in the trenches with it so I think that advice is really helpful and I know one thing that helped me and it was something a mentor of mine shared with me and you know when sometimes someone shares something with you and it lands so hard that it stays with you forever and yeah. what she said to me was it's basically almost like an affirmation, but all the time I have is all the time I need. Yeah. And when she said that to me, I was like, hmm. And I've, I've found that to be true all through my season of life with mom and business and all the things. And it's like, yeah, like all the time that we have is all the time that we need to do whatever it might be. And I think sometimes that helps just go, okay, yeah, I've got this and put us in the energy of like, we can do it because um, yeah, it's, it's a ride sometimes trying to juggle all the things. And, you know, I think doing the best that we can is, is all we can do. And I think yeah. your advice and in coming back to our intuition, I think is a really big, helpful key component of being able to do that as well. Yeah, because, you know, if you can tune into what you need in the moment and what's going to fill your cup or make you feel better in general, um, you know, that's kind of where I'd be directing you to go first. Um, and like you said, you you just reminded me, I don't know if we spoke about this on our previous uh, run through, but um, when I read My Business Isn't a Race, I Do It at My Own Pace. So kind of similar vibe. Um, and I really liked that because, you know, it means that, you know, you're doing things in your own timing based on your season and that you're not kind of competing with people that might have completely different situations to you and, um, you know, results to you, uh, but that you get to decide, you know, I do this at my own pace and that's okay and I'm still making progress every day. Mm, I really, really love that because that's the thing, like we're running our own races and we don't need to compete with others because, you know, and we often don't know what's going on behind the scenes because there's, there's often a lot of smokes and mirrors, especially when it comes to social media, though you can't always believe everything you read. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. So I guess for listeners who are listening along and they're like, I really want to know more about Michelle and what it is she does. Where can our listeners best find and connect with you? 
Um, so I spend most of my time hanging out on Instagram, which is at michelle.kirk, A-E-R-R. Uh, and there are a few different ways um, we can work together or like you can connect further with me. I've got my book, which I mentioned, which is Intuitive Impact. That's a really good place to start um, because kind of gives you an overview of my story and my experience and some really helpful skills to be able to start tapping into your own intuition and taking action on that into your business and your life. And then I also have a group program that sort of dives deeper into that work and kind of facilitates the deeper kind of integration of what we cover in the book. Uh, and then I also have some private coaching as well for anyone that kind of wants that one-on-one -on -one, uh, personalized support. Uh, so that can all be found at my website, michellekerr.com.au or all the links are in my Instagram as well. So I'd love you to come and say hi and let me know if you've listened to the episode and what your thoughts were, any takeaways or aha moments. I love hearing from people um, and having those conversations. So I look forward to that. Uh, and yeah, thank you so much, Renee, for having me. It's been a great chat. And I feel like definitely um, different vibe, but better vibe, I think, than maybe our last conversation. So <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. I was thinking just the same when you were sharing like your, you know, where people can find you. Because I was like, you know what, I feel like this conversation, like, is exactly what was needed. And I'm really excited that our listeners get to listen to this version of it. <laughs> <laughs> me too me too all right I'm so excited thank you so much for having me and thank I look you. forward to getting it out there yes sounds good all right I will pop all of Michelle's links in the show notes so you can easily go ahead and click on those and I will talk to you in my next episode Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. To learn more, you can go to reneeoneal.com. I'm so grateful for you being here and super glad you've taken the time out for yourself to tune into today's episode. If you loved the episode, don't forget to hit subscribe so you can catch the next one when it's released. Also, if you share this podcast to your Instagram stories and tag me at renee.oneal, I will be sure to send you a little gift straight to your DMs as a thank you.